Welcome to the Creatives in Focus podcast. Hi, I'm James Reed, a fantasy author publishing under JMD Reed. The first volume of my epic 12-book fantasy series, Shadow of the Dragon, is available for purchase. Check out Foundation of Courage. Today, I'm joined by J.W. Webb. He's the author of Dream Slayers, Slayer 1, Legends of Ansu, Book 13. How are you doing today, Jim? I'm doing very well, thank you, James. Awesome. Well, it's really great to talk to you. I like to start off with a, a fun question to ask. So, uh, Jim, what is your favorite genre to read? Well, I should really say fantasy, <laughs> but I, I do duck and dive a bit. And at the moment, I've been uh, reading Jack Reacher book. So just to be, you know, just opposed. <laughs> started the first one, and I was like, oh, this is good. This isn't. I, I see why this series got famous. He's got good prose. And then, like, I set it down, and then I forgot to ever pick it back up again. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, I'm kind of drowsing. Uh, I, I duck in and out of different things. I like to read different genres from what I write. I was, uh, you know, I came out of fantasy in the 60s. Well, that's when I was born, but I came out of the 60s, 70s period with fantasy, and I, I just lived that and read it all the time. But I guess over the last couple of decades, I've sort of come away from reading it so much, although I do read it for research as much as anything, but I, I tend to read lots of different genres just to get different vibes and things and you still get ideas from it that's good yeah well uh how long do you want to be an author you know it's it's a funny thing i mean people often ask me uh so you're a writer when do you want to be a writer and i'm glad you said author because i i, I said yeah okay i'm a writer but actually i'm a storyteller and i've always been a storyteller even when i was a little boy in the playground I, mean, I told stories. It's how I survived the school bullies and all that. You know, you tell stories. Something I've always done is natural. So I came at it from that really, and I love the stories. And uh, I learned to write. I didn't. I'd never switched on a computer before. I was 40 years old. I was a, a long haul trucker. <laughs> so I, I learned. I learned to write um, really uh, after realizing that that's what I had to do. You know, so uh, it's it's a passion. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it's always been there, but but learning the writing skills, I like to think my books have improved rewriting as I've gone on. I've, I've now written 15, 13 are published, though so, um, they are getting better, I think, as far as the writing's concerned. I mean, it's, it's always a huge learning curve. I wrote my first four in, in UK English, and that caused a little bit of interest with some readers, so I, I changed it now. I write in US English. It's just easier. Oh, okay. So you were a long-haul truck driver in the UK? Yeah, I was. Yeah, a small country, but I used to go a long way, <laughs> and uh, I did. I did that for 25 years. I was before that. I was in the British Army military a long time ago. Cool. Yeah. No. Um. I used to drive for a living. Not. Oh, you did. Follow. Yeah. Well, I, I I would deliver stuff, and then I did passenger transportation. Oh. But, okay, um, cool. but like, yeah, and then you spend a lot of time like just driving and thinking about things. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. And that's really when I came up with my first character was I used to uh, park up on a, a pull-in, you know, try and find somewhere quiet, preferably with a pub, because I yeah. still miss British pubs. And I'd go and have a couple of beers and I'd watch people in the pub. I love people watching. And, and that's where the stories become. You know, just imagine characters and scenes and your mind would relax with a decent beer and just uh, that was a good vibe, you know. And, and I really found my first character that way. 
and uh, he stayed with me. And then I started building a story around that character, then a world around that story, and it just kind of mushroomed, you know. So, <laughs> and now I am like uh, 15 books on, and still thinking, shit, I've got plenty more to do. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's uh, let's talk about one of those books. Okay. So let's talk about Dream Slayer, which, mm-hmm. um, if I'm understanding Amazon correctly, this is the first book of the Slayer series, but it's also the 13th book of a greater series called Legend of Ansu. You've got it. Yeah, and it's a, it has been a bit confusing, so I've recently tried to uh, straighten it out a little bit. But uh, yeah, Dream Slayers is actually I've I've been plugging this one a little bit because it's it's just focusing on two POVs, so it's one of my simpler books to read because I tend to go out there a bit with some of. But it is very much a uh, standalone. Although some people have said, and it's a fair point, that it does help to read the Berserker books, which are numbered for that, because some of the characters that survive that trilogy go on into this, and it does give you a bit of world-building know-how, so I think that's probably true, but I think you can read it very happily as a standalone. It's, it's a story of two assassins and a spy master, and uh, the spy master's daughter is one assassin, and her he's he's in bad shape, and, and she has to smuggle him away, and uh, her whole thing thing in life is protecting him but she's completely ruthless and she's actually a great character and the other protagonist is uh, a guy called Gujin the Slayer hence the Slayer name now he's he's an assassin and he actually featured in the Berserker trilogy but he had a small part he wasn't the main player but he was one of the survivors so he has a history so there's a little bit of world building that goes on there but it's the story of how these two face off against each other and actually realize that Although they're bitter enemies, there are worse enemies out there. So they have to kind of come together at some point in the book. It was a lot of fun to write. It was a lot of fun to write. And I've uh, I've got the... I was very ill last year. I lost basically a year's production. Uh, I won't go into that, but it was bad. Uh, so I, I'm still in recovery, but I'm getting there. But it, it put the next two sequels a bit late. But I'm, I've, I've written them and I'm just going through and editing them now. And I'm going to probably publish them pretty close together. So they will be out this fall. So I'll be looking to uh, push Dream Slayers quite a bit around that time. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that sucks that you lost like a year. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Very bad. <laughs> so um, yeah, tell us a bit more about uh, your characters and Dream Slayer and kind of like, you know, what's uh, who's the villain in it, all that fun stuff. Okay, well, the female assassin, she's the, she's the spy master's daughter. Her name is Araline Kays, and she's sort of, um, I would guess, like either from an African back, back setting or Indian, maybe Indian, that, that kind of vibe. And uh, her, her father has fallen out of favor with the ruler, the, the Yanturi. And so they send people to, to uh, deal with her father, but he's not there. And she deals with the people and quite efficiently. But uh, there's that thread. And the other thread is the other main character, Gujin the Slayer who is basically from uh, Shen, which is my sort of take on China, if you like. And and he, he survived this huge war, which the Berserker trilogy is all about. So that references into this book. But it, but it's it's all gone. It's all happened. It's the past. But he's one of the few survivors. But he's not a good guy. He's a bad guy. But he's actually got some appealing sides. My, I, I really like the focus on real characters. I don't like the black and white thing. I like them to be many shades of gray because people are. So my character, so Araline is very arrogant and on the surface cold and cruel, but she's passionate about saving her father. And we can, as a reader, we can really root for her. Um, she's uh, she's very very courageous and she's tough and she's she's lethal. Gujin is equally 
tough. And at first you think, you know, I don't really like him as much. But then you realize that there's a little bit of humor there. And, and he meets some pretty humorous, humor, sorry, funny people along the way in different shapes and sizes. And, and his humor is reflected in that. So you have these two characters that his his mission, he, he accepts this uh, job, if you like, this task, this quest to to take out the uh, spy master, her father, you know, because he needs some money. Everything went wrong in the last in the last series. So uh, he uh, he says, OK, accepts this and everything spirals out of control. And he's he, he learns about Aaron Cage, who I should have said it earlier, is called the Dream Slayer. So hence the title Dream Slayer, as I linked uh Gujan the Slayer with, with the Dream Slayer. And uh, so the, a lot of the book is him going after her, but not knowing where she is and meeting other people along the way that try to completely screw him up. And her looking after her father because her father comes back in a really bad state and she has to flee their, their home, which is burnt down. And uh, her helpers are killed and, and the soldiers are after her, led by this notorious sorcerer, Olgasha, who's the principal villain, really. And he is a leftover of a band of sorcerers, which were in the Berserker trilogy, but they were all dealt with. But he's one that got away and we didn't know about it. So it's the story of her fleeing south into this country that I've never written about before. I didn't know where it was. and I've just found it. <laughs> and they um, so they she and her father are fleeing south and her father's in a bad way. So she has to protect him and everybody's out to kill him because everybody knows it's going to be a big rewards so no one can be trusted and they all want to betray her and meanwhile in the background you've got this other killer after coin who's uh, vowed to take his head so he's following her footsteps but he's also having all sorts of problems and issues so eventually they come together and i won't give anything away but but they both find that things have gotten a lot more complicated than we first thought and uh, they're both in the shit basically <laughs> okay cool yeah it sounds like a a really fun story uh, that readers can dig into and there's and then you know if they really like it there's you know 12 other books in this world for them to enjoy yeah and and i mentioned the berserker trilogy because that starts with a book called blood feud which was my take on norse myth i was a, I'm a big fan of norse myth and, and celtic myth and uh, there was a guy back in the 1930s would you believe same time as the lord of the rings was written paul anderson was a sci-fi writer he wrote a book called which is one of my favorite books it's it's like a huge and it's a tiny book it's like a huge story of the elves and trolls fighting uh in the realm of fairy and it dip, dips into norse myth so i i got a lot of um uh influence and passion from that read but um and people often ask me this is why i'm saying you, you know where to jump in with the books you can absolutely jump in with dream slayers uh, dream slayers and it's a good place because it is a new thread and it's a fun quick book to read which is a good introduction to some of my other books the series leader at the moment was one of the first books I wrote, which is Goal. I know it's a strange title, but it's it's a very complex story of a continent, sort of Atlantis, if you like, pseudo-Atlantis type continent that is doomed and how it falls. And there's a lot more to it. And it's a big book. And then uh, a thousand years after that, I have another part of the series, which involves one character, Coronan Fallen. He's a he's what I call the long swordsman. He has a, a huge like a claymore similar to what the. Um, Irish used in the 15th, 16th centuries, you know, six foot swords. And I, I had a reviewer actually comment once and no one can use a six foot, six foot sword, but actually they did. So, uh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, uh, they do. Yeah. Just go, mm -hmm. just go watch some HEMA fighting. Yeah. Um, if you know what HEMA is. I, I, I'm not sure I do. <laughs> it's historical European um, martial arts. 
Oh, so they just great. yeah they they um very cool they just they wear you know padded armor and they fight with uh, like blunted weapons but they fight in like medieval sword and uh, spear that's very cool. and uh yeah. other techniques like that with sword and shield or you yeah. know there's different categories but yeah like they got guys that fight with uh the the two-handed swords oh uh, that's that's cool i mean i i wish they did that when i was younger i was yeah I, I used to do that sort of stuff but it wasn't you know there wasn't really much of it around back then but but yeah, they have like they have like real legit like tournaments and stuff where. Oh, that's great. But yeah, I know. Just <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, apropos, there's a, there's a great site. A uh, guy does a podcast called Modern History, and he does that, and he he does horseback fighting and. Uh, all I know who you're manners. talking about. You know the guy, Jason. I know they're talking about. Guy? Yeah, he's got like yeah, he has like the full like suit of armor, and he yeah, does videos Jason on. Gibson. Yes. Very yeah, good. I, I yeah, I've watched his videos before. Yeah, he's. He's really good. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah. He, so, he does like uh, jousting tournaments and stuff. Right? He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He's, he's a video games master. I think he built it with his brother. So he's like a billionaire dude or something. So he's yeah. yeah. All... <laughs> so it's clear the dude has some money and he's like, you know what? I want to be a knight. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. And then you're he's like, cool. <laughs> he's a cool. He's a cool guy. So in answer to your question, I mean, I I, I really uh, there are about three or four places you can go in. World of Anzu, which someone very nicely reminded, told me that it was an anagram of anus, and I've never really got over that. But that was an accident; it wasn't intentional. But um, yeah, you can you can uh, go in and any any about, probably about four books. But Dreamslayers is, is a good a place to enter as any of them. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, I have like a, a world that I'm building with like different stories set in it. Um, I only have two series in it, and they they're both. Um, you can read either or, and they actually feed into each other. Yeah, I think I saw that about. I looked at it was a while back, and aren't you did, aren't you writing something about beer or, or wasn't it something? Because I thought that was really cool that you were you or. I yeah, I have I had I have two series, uh, Jewels of Illumination and Mask of Illumination. They run parallel to each other, in in uh, with character with and the main character of both were former lovers. Right. Uh, their their relationship ended very badly, <laughs> and they they both like in their third book are at the same place for a brief like for this like political dinner, and so like you could go and you could see their their conversation from either perspective in their cool. yeah. respective series and like uh and you get completely different um takes on the characters. Oh, that's uh, fun. It's so fun to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and they're um and they don't spoil each other because uh. So like although like the first series Duels of Elimination starts I think a couple months before Mass they both ended um, within a week of each other. Oh cool cool. And then and then I have a sequel series coming out that um, well it's mostly a sequel to Jewels of Elimination. One of the characters one of the um, side characters from Mask of Elimination uh, will enter that story as one of the main characters. And so. Uh, it's kind of a sequel because it's just, it's the continuation of her character arc after she went through uh, some stuff in the Mass series. And oh, so that's awesome. Yeah. So and then um, I have other just it's like a really big world. So like I built a really big fantasy world. Right. I just have a lot of different stories all over the place. And I have some well, that just makes it so much more fun, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it's funny with mine. I I just started with this one dude. He was he was the long swordsman, Corey, and I started with him, and I, he was basically walking for a wood. I had no plot or anything, and I was just sitting drinking beer, thinking about him. And and then I came up with, oh, he's going to his village, and yeah, his village has just been raided, everyone's dead, and they're so so now what does he do? And from there on, the, what I started building this world, you know, the countries, and it 
got bigger and bigger and it started off, I guess, sort of Celtic, Norse, and then it went and lately I've been going east and I've been going south. So I've been playing with bringing more of the world in and it's gotten, and I also dip into the fairy realm. So I go sort of, um, dare I say, Salvatore-esque, you know, going under and, 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 and I've also sort of gone out to the planets and that a bit. So it's gotten a bit wacky in some of the books, but it's uh, been a lot of fun. It's a ride and I never really know where anyone's going to end up. <laughs> Yeah, no, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, no, my my whole world it started out as just a short story with like a like I never expected it to be a world. Yeah. And, but I had a magic system that people really liked, and I developed it more, and it became something very big. Oh, that's 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 terrific. Yeah, the magic system. I mean, I've had a lot of people ask me about that, and mine is pretty random. I have to say that I I I, I uh, sort of use a lot of fairy kind of elven stuff, but I don't really call them elves. Or, but um, I don't have any specific uh, system as such, apart from sort of random chaos. But I, I focus mainly on character interaction. There's a lot of medieval vibe, dark age vibe, really, to what I write. So it's it's and and I, I draw a lot from probably the shamanism, the real sort of the, the sort of I wouldn't say Tolkien sorcery. I mean, I probably. Mervyn Peake, Gorman Gas, sort of. Okay. I, I usually I usually mention uh, G.R. Martin, Song of Ice and Fire, because everybody knows that. But uh, and the only thing I've really got in common with that is I, I think that my characters are as gritty, probably a little bit more humorous in some <laughs> ways. <laughs> but but um, yeah, so it's it's. Um, yeah, no, it sounds really great, and uh, it's been a really great uh, chatting with you. And if you want to yeah. let our listeners know where they can connect with you. Yeah, well, they can connect with me, and it's it's good timing, really, James, because I've I've been uh, I've been off for a year, really, and I'm just coming back into social media because I just didn't have the energy to do it. But uh, my uh, my website is jwwebauthor.com, and uh, people can come in and say hi, and if they want to join my newsletter, it's all on there, and and that's a good place. I'm also got a uh, my Amazon page and I'm selling all my books through Amazon at the moment. I'm probably going to start going wide with some of them fairly soon, but at the moment it's just more straightforward. Okay. Uh, audio books, audio books are doing really well. Uh, so people seem to like my audios. I've got a, a really good narrator, Irish guy for, awesome. for most of them. Yeah, he's a good guy. And uh, so that's on my Amazon page, JW Web author again, uh, Amazon uh, author page, which is, which is pretty good. Uh, and I will add also that I'm getting a, a new world map drawn, which I'm really, really excited about. It's going to be, it's not going to be cheap, but she's, she's done Warcraft and all sorts of things. So I'm, awesome. so I'm super excited. Yeah. So that's coming up. That should be coming up in a couple of months. So I'll be posting about that. Well, uh, and, and that sounds sorry. really great. And uh, it's been really great chatting with you. Okay, cool. cool. Yep, you have yourself a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, James. Good talking to you. This has been Creatives in Focus. You can follow my books on Amazon under JMD Read, or join my readers group, Fantastic Worlds of the Imagination, on Facebook to keep up with news and releases.